0: It's hard to explain it. I honestly don't think it's that I'm scared of catching the virus. I think something else has happened with me. I actually like being around a lot of people. Now I find I can't.
1: As we hopefully continue to emerge from the COVID pandemic, many of us will be looking forward to returning to something resembling normal life. But for Michael Andrews, our latest Dementia Together podcast interviewee, that may no longer be possible. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I spoke to a man with dementia who's managing some major changes. And you're in Bradford, aren't you? I am, yeah.
0: But originally from Northern Ireland, I assume? Yeah, I come from a place called Lisburn. I've been in Bradford now over 30 years.
1: Michael is 61 and has a rarer form of dementia called posterior cortical atrophy, also known as PCA. We spoke twice by video call, in December and April, about his ongoing attempt to navigate the challenges of the pandemic and the changes he's experiencing in himself. We also discussed his earlier life, in particular his 13 years in the British Army. I started off with the Irish Guards and then I, there was a couple of us
0: transferred to, it was actually the Ulster Defence Regiment in Northern Ireland. We went in full-time for the troubles and then an opening come up with 26 Squadron, RC, the Royal Corps of Transport. That was all the heavy stuff, you know, the, the big lorries. There was one I used to love. I used to go to Kinniger and pick up engines and gearboxes for helicopters. And I used to take them to the Army Air Corps at Ballykelly. And I absolutely loved that one. And then I, I, you had done another thing called the meat round. You went to the Nafi and you loaded up the meat. And you went round all the
1: army camps, going to the cookhouses, delivering the meat. It must have been quite the experience to have been over there in the army during that time. I've got a scar on the elbow.
0: I was on patrol in the border and a sniper opened up. I run for cover and there was a, a barbed wire fence and I tried to jump over the fence and I caught my elbow on the I took a big chunk out of my elbow trying to get away from a gunman. You know the way people would say, Would you do it again? Because you've seen it, would you would you actually do it again? And I would. Uh, you get the best of mates in the army. You're like a family but I actually joined straight from school at 16. When I think back then and I think now, I left school on the Friday. About five o'clock, a minibus come and picked me up and took me to Belfast to catch the boat, uh, the Belfast to Liverpool Ferry. And then I had to travel, catch a train at Liverpool, go to Crewe, change at Crewe, and then down to London, and then go across the underground in London and then make my way to Reading. And then a bus picked me up at Reading and took me to the guard's depot with Surrey. And I thought, 16, and I could do all that. And now I struggle catching a train. If I go to the
1: train station and leave, somebody has to put me on the train. I can't work the platforms out. In the early stages of PCA, a person will have problems with their vision that become more serious over time These may include difficulty recognising faces and objects in pictures, finding it hard to judge distances and having problems with spatial awareness. The first symptoms of PCA tend to occur in someone's mid fifties or early sixties and are often subtle, so it may be some time before a formal diagnosis is made. Michael had to wait 16 months for a diagnosis during which time his driving licence was suspended, leaving him unable to continue working as a long distance lorry driver, a job he then had to give up entirely. So how does PCA affect his day-to-day life?
0: People think I'm daft when I try to explain to somebody I can see something, but at the same time I can't see it. Uh, I'll give you a good example is the supermarkets. You know when you're going around the shelves and you've got all packets and all tins? When I look at them, they all, they all merge together and it just looks like one big blow. And then I, I have the issues but I, I hear other people with dementia gets it, not just PCA, it's black holes, it's puddles. If it's raining and I'm walking up, I can see it's a puddle, but once you get up to it, it changes to a big black hole. And it's the same with rubber mats. You know when you go into a building and they've got a rubber mat on the floor? I don't see the rubber mat, I see a hole. In my head, I keep telling myself, it's not a hole. If it, If there's no other way and you've got to walk through it, I lose my balance, I can't balance because I think there's nothing on to my feet.
1: Mm. Over the last eight or nine months, how has life been for you generally compared to your normal life?
0: Well, it did change because I was one of them and so I, I couldn't stay indoors, uh, I always had to be out. there. I would I would meet a few people, we would go for a, well, I, I don't drink coffee, it was herbal tea, I would have a pot of herbal tea and we would sit outside and have a chat. Also, what had become routines was hospital appointments or maybe face-to-face group meetings, you know, where you went to a group meeting for dementia. And then I also had an occupational therapist used to come out. But then once we went into the first lockdown, that was it. They were all took off. It was actually affecting my speech. I was forgetting how to talk. I'll be honest, at the very start, I didn't think I was going to get through it. I just couldn't cope.
1: Did you find a way to cope?
0: I've always played flute and accordion. It's hard to describe, but it it actually switches me away from dementia. I, I seem to forget about dementia when I start playing. I always I mean, even before I had dementia, I always said, if you play an instrument and you're having a bad day, and you pick the instrument up, within 10 minutes whatever was worrying you is gone. I think it's because you're concentrating on the music
1: Mm.
0: and then everything else gets switched off. Mm.
1: So to recap, Michael Andrews is 61 and originally from Northern Ireland but has lived in Bradford in West Yorkshire for the past 30 years. He was in the British Army during the Troubles in Northern Ireland before becoming a long-distance lorry driver. Michael has posterior cortical atrophy, also known as PCA, a rarer form of dementia, which causes problems with vision. He struggled with the loss of his regular routine during lockdown, although found it helpful to play the flute and accordion. Michael started attending the Alzheimer's Society Face It Together group online and also began to receive calls from one of our companion call volunteers.
0: It's more just a, a friendly conversation, you know, it might be what, what have you cooked for your dinner or a basic chit chat that's all it is or, or she might ask you know are you having any issues or you know stuff like that
1: And what about the facing it together group how, how do you find that online what do you think about that being virtual the face together group i'll be you'll
0: talk about if you're having any issues i actually enjoy it but it's still not the same as actually meeting the people but I'd say I'm not, I've, I've actually changed. I've got now, I, I don't want to actually meet people face to face. But I mentioned that at the UCL about not wanting to, to go inside with people. And I, I thought, is it to do with COVID? I, I'm scared of catching COVID or is it so? It, it doesn't feel like that, it feels something else. And mm. um, the girl actually says to me, no, that's, That's actually a condition with PCA. A lot of people with PCA actually develop that through time where it's the distractions, there's too much noise inside. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a room and there's a lot of people, everybody's going to be talking and it distracts you. Mm -hmm. And then you start getting confused.
1: My second conversation with Michael took place a few months later. We last spoke in mid-December and it's now late April. Have you been able to get out and about more in recent weeks as these lockdown restrictions have begun to lift at
0: all? I mean, I, I, I did do a presentation one day one week and then a day the second week at Bradford University for community matrons to talk to them about living with uh, PCA dementia and it was face-to-face. It had to be face-to-face. It couldn't be done over line. And I thought, I'm, I'm I'm, going to be able to cope with this. But I, I went in and everybody separated. So nobody's, there's no groups and you had to wear a mask. The only time you could take the mask down was if you went up front and you were doing a talk. You could pull your mask down, but the minute you went sat down, you had to pull it up again. And I. I had to prove to myself that I could do it.
1: Thank you. Just finally then, if you don't mind, I had a quick look and I saw you playing your flute on YouTube. I forget what song it was, but you you recorded a video of yourself playing music, didn't you? Oh, yes,
0: yeah. Uh, Well, that was because I was doing something with UCL. Oh, they'd done a project with Wigmore Hall and the Royal Academy of Music, and they wanted, they wanted us to do a, a short video and then post it to them. So that, that's how that actually came about. Mm.
1: Next steps. Your donation helps us to support people with dementia. To donate, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash give or call 0330 333 0804. For coronavirus advice and support for people affected by dementia, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash coronavirus. For PCA advice and support, visit www.raredementiasupport.org forward slash PCA. This was a podcast version of the article called Lockdown, I've Changed, in the February-March 2021 issue of Dementia Together, Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Nicola Leddy. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe for more Alzheimer's Society podcasts. As well as print and email versions, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the magazine or the CD, call 0330-333-0804.